Serious Redditors who have been clinically dead. What did you experience in death if anything? Nothing. It was like when you go to sleep. You don't realize you fall asleep. Then all of a sudden you're waking up. I quit breathing and then my heart stopped for 2.5 minutes. I woke up 21 hours later intubated with broken ribs from resuscitation. Literally had no idea what happened. I was in a room. Then 21 hours later in the hospital. No flashbacks of my life. No white light. No feeling of peace. Just nothingness. I wanted to look. After the blinding. Knock you out if you move pain and the feeling of burning from the inside out until you've sweated out all the water in your body I reached the point of a really comfortable chilly temperature. After that it felt as though warm water that was made with exactly the temperature I needed slowly started rising I was flat on my back on a concrete convention floor. Despite all that I didn't feel wet or dippy, just absolutely perfect. A light wind started blowing and I could feel it all over my body as if I was wet on a windy day after getting out of a swimming pool or like having someone's warm breath against the back of your neck or ear. It felt so good I couldn't help but keep my eyes closed. I was completely and utterly at peace and in total comfort until the pain came back and I knew I was home again. I wish I looked though, but at the same time I am glad I didn't. I had little to no brain activity after hitting my head really damn hard on a bike. No helmet of course. I was about 13. It felt like I was somewhere else, but I was only allowed a glimpse I guess. It's hard to describe. I felt like I was in the presence of something else. I came to about 4 days after the accident. Really messed me up. I had to learn how to walk again. Talking was hard. After about 3 months I had most of my motor functions back. But my thinking process felt slower than before for years. I feel like a lot of my memories from childhood are kinda gone now. Immediately after the accident I had memory problems, and a bit of a personality change. I became a little more introverted. In 2012, I had a massive allergy attack which led to a nearly fatal asthma attack. I have chronic asthma, which is only getting worse with age. Anyway, I was able to call 911 and get out three lines name, address, and what's wrong before everything went black. Now, where I was living at the time was on the fourth floor of an apartment building in the very urban area of Richmond Heights, a few blocks from East Cleveland. The apartment complex was almost across the street from the Richmond Heights Hospital. But the EMTs still had to drive from their location to the apt. Then go up the four flights of stairs elevator was iffy at best. Get me. Do whatever they had to do to get air into me or whatever. Then get me to the emergency room. I estimate that oxygen was cut off from my brain for anywhere between 5 to 15 minutes before they intubated me. As far as I know, my heart didn't stop beating. But my brain was not getting any oxygen at the time. Either I didn't see anything, or I wasn't meant to remember. But there was nothing there, at all. Absolute darkness. No sounds. No touch. Nothing. It wasn't too far off from how limbo is described in some cultures. I awoke, albeit paralyzed, in the emergency room. There was a team of people running around and working on me. Everyone in a near panic. And cutting my clothes away. I guess they were looking to see if I'd been bitten or stung anywhere. They had some messed up comments, but overall, they were efficient. Also I am clearly not dead. I have side effects of my experience, though. Massive memory loss being the most prominent of them. I remember the incident in crystal clarity. I know exactly what led up to the attack. What happened after I awoke. And what happened after I awoke again in ICU where I spent the next 6 days. By the way, however, my short term memory is nearly gone. Some things I can recall. But roughly 80% of everything is lost after it happens. I guess it gets shoved into a long-term storage. But the random access memory storage is fried. My mood shifted too. Before all of this, I was angry almost all the time. I had a rage I couldn't explain. Grudges I couldn't let go of. And people that I'd hurt. After I woke up, I didn't know it was gone. I don't know why or where it went. But I am so much lighter now. I still get angry. But the rage within is gone now. I've made amends with the people I've hurt, at least as much as I know how. And the grudges. I can't forget what those people did to me, 
but I hold no grudges anymore. It's too exhausting now. Being angry, it just wears me out. Maybe that's a side effect too. I have a different outlook on life that I didn't have before. I can't explain it, but I know I've reached the age where I don't bounce anymore. In 2012, I was 29, and I nearly died. I am 36 now, and I am managing my asthma, avoiding things that can kill me, and trying not to hurt anyone for what little time I have left. Also, I don't know if you believe in this sort of thing whoever bothers to read this, but there was something else I lost in 2012. I was born half empathic from my mother who is empathic and part psychic. One generation removed, I used to be able to see ghosts, people, animals, wandering souls. That's gone now. I miss it so much, but it's like it's blocked, like it's just out of reach, but nothing I do will access it. I can do without my memory. I can deal with the new stutter, the random moments where I simply cannot speak at all, the motor control issues where my hands shake or drop things but that, I want that back. I miss that more than anything else. Technically I've been dead five times, four times during open heart surgery, because they have to stop the heart, and once outside of open heart surgery. I remember wanting to stay awake but I couldn't. Like everything slowed down, I lost sense of time. I didn't see a white light, no dead loved ones. It did feel almost calming in some ways. I wasn't scared, but something that does happen especially when i was younger i could feel spirits ghosts what have you i'm not the ghost whisperer but i could sense them no talking to them it was like a shadow figure i could see and sense them and i think this ties in with my deaths there was no bright light it was a motorcycle accident i was pronounced dead on the scene they took me to a hospital and did a lot of compression shocks and stuck in a breathing tube. It was like I woke up somewhere else. It was pretty and blue and I saw angels. I didn't believe in angels at the time or any God. So it was a bit of a head duck. I reached out and felt their wings and they were silky soft. It was a beautiful woman and she smiled at me and said, don't worry. It's not your time yet. You'll be back here soon enough. Go back to life. This whole time I could hear the conversations going on around me in my hospital bed but I didn't see anyone. After I was brought back to life, I was talking about what I heard my family say, and they told me that that was clinically impossible for me to have heard that. Because I was legally dead with no heartbeat at the time, my question was but then how is it that I told you verbatim what you said? I was dead for 5 minutes, but, thank god, I had no lasting brain damage except for epilepsy. Absolutely nothing. It is a very difficult sensation to describe, but when I was out, I just just know where. It wasn't until I was coming back in that I even realized I was gone. The feeling of coming back into the world is kind of like falling in reverse. Suddenly everything is too bright, too loud, too painful, too nauseating. You can feel the hands on you in my case, hospital personnel and you can hear the voices, but all you want is to go back out for people to remove their hands, to just stop talking and let you go. It's not until they bring you back that you realize how peaceful it is to not be here. Just a quiet, painless, deep, restful, and utterly blank nothingness. For the record, I am very thankful to have life and health. I'm just simply stating my own experience. I'm not glamorizing death in any way shape or form, so please don't get the wrong impression. I would much rather be alive here on earth. But I no longer fear death and when my true time comes, I take solace in knowing I will rest easy. I see these all the time and never answer because I don't like taking away people's hope. In 2017 I overdosed on heroin, aspirated on my own vomit, stopped breathing, heart stopped, and I was clinically dead for an undetermined amount of time I suffered no brain damage so it must have been relatively short. I woke up 10 days later when I was able to breathe without help and had no idea where I was or how much time had passed. When I was out, it was just like sleep. I was unconscious, that's it. No dreams, no darkness, just nothing at all. I'd like to call it peaceful. But there wasn't any feeling at all. I was suddenly 10 days in the future with a lot of explaining to do and a lot of fluid in my lungs. I hope and do believe that that's what death is like, because it, 
Makes sense to me. So in my mind 20 as I went out day drinking with a friend, we had a work meeting at 8 p.m. I was told we finally left the bar around 8.30ish. I remember getting to the the bar, drinking, talking crap, a lot more drinking than my memory cuts to or driving with the convertible top down, music blaring, memory cuts to me sitting up on side passenger door dancing, cuts to red lights, cuts to me in the hospital two days later with tubes in my mouth and socks on hands. I noticed the socks when I went to touch the tubes and then my family comes into view. My mom point two older brothers and my father. They allow me to gently touch the tubs so that I knew what it was. I did one of these while my mom explained that I was in a accident. I was put in an induced coma. I had a fractured skull, hematoma and had a craniotomy. Not my story, but my mother-in-law's. She had a massive brain hemorrhage about seven years ago. After she got to the hospital she died in the emergency room for about 90 seconds. When she came back she was speaking French to the staff. And she hadn't spoken it since her high school French classes in the early 60s. After a few days she was able to communicate in English again. She recalled feeling incredibly high as she drifted off. She said it was the most peaceful and serene feeling she'd ever experienced. According to her this feeling of contentment lasted for a few days past her being revived. It's crazy. Who has a massive stroke, dies, speaks French and laughs and giggles for a few days afterwards. She has some lasting effects. From her brain injury, one eye is mostly blind balance and cognition issues, but you'd never know from talking to her that a racquetball-sized region of her brain is completely missing now. The brain is amazing. Collapsed both lungs, respiratory arrest, stopped breathing for quite some time I am told. Everything just slowed right down. I apologized to the paramedic in the back of the ambulance with me, told her I can't do it any longer, and I was sorry. I felt at peace with what was happening and watched out of the little window of the back doors as everything around me slowed down, then black, nothing till I woke up in pain to them stabbing me in the chest with a large needle trying to remove the air from my chest cavity. That hurt so I went back to sleep, woke up again in pain to them shoving tubes in my armpits connected to machines. Apparently one lung detached from my rib cage about a week earlier, and then the other one went due to stress. I just thought I had bad asthma for a week. When I was 13, I attempted I guess, committed, would be a more accurate term suicide and died. My experience was not in death, because I didn't even know I'd died until days later when I was present and ready enough to be told what happened in the in-between. My experience comes in the fact that I remember a distinctive nurse with lilac-colored eyeshadow, clumpy mascara and lavender scrubs telling me it would be okay and to try and focus on her. She looked like she was in her 50s, had crow's feet wrinkles and I could see her peach fuzz on her cheek and the bright ass light overhead. I remember her really clearly, but I have an understanding that when I was actually seeing her, I was fading in and out so it was like a blurry edged view with her being a clear focal point, similar to the movies, but not really as cinematic. After I had been told I had died, I was pretty adamant of trying to understand just exactly what had happened and piecing together the parts of I actually died and I actually died. How am I alive now? And all the other emotional shit attempting committing suicide brings. I kept asking my parents a lot of questions, most of which they could answer. When I asked about her, they couldn't. They still say, to this day, that they never saw a nurse fitting that description there with me. Okay, fine. They weren't with me every step of the way, because they couldn't be. They had to drive an hour in from work so there's a lapse in them being there and seeing the team who was with me. And then when I was stable enough to be put into a room, I asked the nurse who was attending to me in my room, and she didn't know anyone with that description there, or even why they'd be wearing that color scrubs in that area of the hospital. Okay, fine, it's a big hospital. I don't know if everyone knows everyone, so that could explain it. I asked other nurses when they'd come in. I asked the doctor who would come by, and again, 
they've never seen a woman matching that description. When asked about the scrubs, apparently scrubs there are color coordinated to the area of the hospital people work in. Emergency room ICU was not lavender or light purple. There's a plethora of explanations on what could be the truth behind the nurse, but I will say I none of them feel 100% concrete to me. I don't know if it was a coping mechanism my brain employed, and I will always be hesitant to say it was something more supernatural, but I cannot really explain it because no one else had any answers that could really get me past it. I never saw her again in person, because I was transferred to the PCCA Juvenile Behavioral Psychiatric Ward. I since have never even imagined or dreamed about her, and I've had brushes with death since then. Could be totally logical, but there's a part of me that will always wonder if it really was something that did defy logic. I don't know man. Death is just nothing, but I had a nurse with me when I died no, one but me seems to know it's true. Overdosed on GHB March of 2018, clinically dead 2 times for 8 and 5 minutes. Only things I can remember is total darkness, nothing at all, but at the same time an eerie feeling of total calmness and peace, as if it was the place I was meant to visit at some point. When I came to again I was on my own couch, surrounded by EMTs and cops and my screaming friend. I can also remember that the sound of people and everything around me went away before I slipped away again. Like, I could hear the paramedic talking to me, telling me to not fall asleep. Then it was like her lips kept moving but no sound came out. Then it all went completely black again, and the feeling of peace and warmth came back again. When I woke up again I was in the ambulance with the paramedics performing CPR while I was handcuffed to a cop. Spent 12 hours in the hospital before the more or less just discharged me and called me a cab. Huh, I thought clinically dead meant more than just no heartbeat, not breathing but Wikipedia suggests otherwise. Based on those criteria, it turns out I was clinically dead for about a minute. In what my cardiologist calls the strongest response he'd ever seen from a tilt table test the crash cart was being wheeled into the room when I came to. Anyway, when I pass out which is a bit more frequent than average. Owing to the orthostatic intolerance diagnosed during this brief clinical death, I don't see anything spectacular. Almost invariably, my brain comes up with a worst case scenario to explain the circumstance I wake up with a hazy memory of a catastrophic event. And this this was no different, I don't recall exactly what flavor of disaster I imagined this time I was hardly at my best, and this was 15 years ago, but I am pretty sure it was a car accident. I used to work at a dentist office and we knew the dental surgeons down the street. I considered them to be friends. It came time to have my wisdom tooth pulled, so I went to see them. They joked with me and said they would let me keep my tooth. I chose to have a Valium and Demerol drip so I wouldn't feel them yanking my tooth out with their knee on my chest. I heard too many stories. My friends straddled my feet and waved goodbye as everything tunneled into darkness, like the ending of a silent film. I remember hearing them speak when the surgery was over but I couldn't open my eyes or move. I could hear them call my name and tell me it's time to wake up. A few minutes pass and I still can't move. I clearly remember the tone in his voice going from normal, to concerned, to finally scared. I could feel them pushing on my shoulders. I wasn't outside of my body, but rather I felt like I was trapped inside my body. It was the scariest experience of my life. I finally came back with a flood of feelings and emotions, and was able to move and open my eyes. I could see the look of fear, then relief in their faces. I don't think I will ever do that combo of drugs in a surgery again. Scary stuff. I was 16 or 17. I can't remember which age because I had surgery at both ages. Now I don't share this story with anyone at all because it's very hard to put into words and explain what actually happened to me while I was on anesthesia. I had to go in for surgery because I had a cyst above my anus that had to be removed by surgery. The first time nothing happened. I was being pushed into the room where they would do the procedure on me and then I pass out. I wake up next to a nurse who looked like he didn't want to be there, etc. The second time is interesting because I had done all the requirements to be ready for the procedure again except this 
this time when I passed out. I came to in pitch black darkness. It was cold, uncomfortable, and I remember being scared, really scared. Then all of a sudden a blast of the brightest and warmest light you could think of came out of nowhere. I overcame with emotion of happiness and relief. After, maybe 30 seconds I wake up from the anesthesia crying but not likely. My tears do not stop then I hear my doctor telling me it is okay and that I am fine. I hear her get close to me and I hug her immediately. To this day I never understood what happened but the good thing is I am fine and well. For those of you that are gonna ask I am 20. Not my experience but my mom's. Ill tell her story from her POV, on mobile. When I 15 years old I had just had my appendix removed. I was feeling fine and there were no complications in the surgery. I was conversing with a lady sharing a room with me. She all of a sudden started screaming for the nurses and clicking her help button telling me don't go. Don't go I could still see her and was asking what was wrong and telling her that I was fine but she could not hear me. I then felt like I was as light as a feather and felt as though I was being lifted I felt an intense sense calm I knew then that I was dying a darkened tunnel had appeared. It was as though it had always been there I could hear the nurses and doctors say stay with me and I could could see myself on the bed and I began a slow drift through the tund and I was completely at peace with everything. Then I felt the weightlessness dissipating and the pull back it felt as though I was body slammed back into my body the euphoria disappeared and I opened my eyes. Side note, none of the doctors could figure out what had caused me to just die like that they ran multiple tests and came up with nothing. I am one week out from cab coronary artery bypass graft, about as close to clinically dead as you can be since they have to cool your body and stop your heart. There's still brain activity, of course, so you're not clinically dead, no memory whatsoever of any part of the procedure. I was asleep from intravenous sedative before I was wheeled out of pre-OP, really no different than going to sleep. No out-of-body appearance or astral projection, no light at end of tunnel crap, all of which is your brain reacting to the stress chemicals bathing your neurons. Anyway, my first waking memory after surgery is a very gradual return to consciousness in the ICU. Almost like my consciousness was swimming up through molasses. Sort of like those dreams where you need to escape the monster chasing you but your legs don't respond fast. Enough. That was the worst part since you're still restrained to keep you from reflexively ripping out your endotracheal tube which stays in until they deem you stabilized enough to breath on your own. The nurse athesthetist told me in pre-OP that most patients report that part as being the worst of the ordeal and it was. Unfortunately for me the ICU team had a hard time restoring my blood pressure to a safe level, taking far longer than I guess was typical. So I had that damn tube down my throat for hours all I could do was helplessly stare at the clock on the wall and listen to the 10 or 15 people who kept drifting in and out of my room arguing about the best course of action to stabilize my BP. That started to get concerning after a while. Never mind the feeling of choking. And every fiber of your being simultaneously yelling at you to cough to keep from drowning in your own fluids while feeling intense pain in your freshly wired sternum every time you do. All while a suction tube keeps tickling what feels like the bifurcation of your trachea. All that unpleasantness immediately fell away when I was finally stable enough to be extubated and I am happy to report that I was able to stand and have a short walk around the unit the next day and be discharged five days after surgery. DLDR, not clinically dead since brain activity was maintained, but heart stopped for hours, no near-death experience BS, just deep unconsciousness and slow return, added spieling is HRD. Thanks for watching. Don't leave before leaving a like to this video, also hit the subscribe button to support my work. And as always, have a horrific nightmare my dear.